was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. Hello, what is going on people? Welcome to another episode of Mustard MMA. Coming fresh out the jar this week. We come off the back of a massive UFC card. UFC 254, arguably the GOAT, the greatest of all time, was crowned. Before we get into all that, we'll just say a quick hello to my co-host Matthew, who joins me as always. Matt, we're actually doing a, uh, we've added a video element to our Skype call, so I can see you, and we can see the much-discussed Barnet. Hello, how Joseph. How are you, my son? <laughs> yeah, good, thank you. Got hair in my eye. I can barely see you. That is uh, that is impressive. I mean, you picked it up. I didn't think it would be that long. I'm very I impressed. I have to do the manly uh, brow swipe. Yeah. All times. <laughs> Don't be put off when I do it. How are you? What's happening? All good. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just uh, getting through it. Getting through it. The weather's turned, isn't it? It's officially winter now. It is official. It's uh, it's dark early. It's depressing. It's dank. But you've had quite a good week, Joe. I hear you're uh, you're really making some progress in the weight department, in the top yeah. department, and you've got a big day tomorrow. Do you want to have a quick discussion about that before we get onto the fight? Uh, wait. It's so not the beginning, eh? Wait. Wait is brief. So I put on five pound in the last week and a half. I downloaded a, tr- a calorie tracker and basically I was eating like a fuck all. So no one's interested in that. What you're referring to is via the uh, the online dating world hinge i've secured a virtual date tomorrow evening that'll be the first one that'll be interesting oh yes <laughs> you send through the heart emoji on the skype course so uh is, is this a potential this one been talking long nah, a, god knows a, a new uh, girl on the block what's what's the story we won't want to give too much away just yet <laughs> No yeah, names no, or anything like that, but no, only a couple of days. It's funny. I jumped on it like sort of last week because I've a lockdown. I haven't really bothered uh, trying to talk to anyone, and I jumped on it last week. Bit of swiping at the weekend. I got like five matches, unprecedented. Simply, <laughs> simply too many. I, I, I can't. I, <laughs> I can't talk to them that many people at once. So of that, two are still in contact, uh, and one's got a virtual date tomorrow. So. Uh, I've got no idea what to expect. Never done one before. We'll have to get a couple of sherries in me beforehand, I would have thought. Definitely, uh, definitely. Just, uh, it's just like any up. other day, I assume. You have to have a couple of <laughs> yeah, lighteners beforehand, yeah. loosen yeah. yourself up a bit, and then sit there and sort of just stare at each other like we're doing now. This is a this sort of preemptive strike. This is practice, to be, to be honest. Is. Do you, you want me to sort of pretend I'm her for a couple of seconds to see? <laughs> try any lines on me? Do like a little practice run. You could try out some lines on me. I don't mind. I've got long enough hair to pretend I'm a girl. Uh, to be honest, I think we'll save myself uh, and the, the listeners the shame and the embarrassment. I think if we can move that, on. That does sound like a good idea. Let's, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? It was a pretty eventful uh, week in the world of MMA. Joe, Khabib, UFC 254. Where do we start? Yeah, you start with Khabib. You've got to start with Khabib. Obviously, again, fantastic. I mean, we, Saturday evening, did you did you plan, go to plan, a few beers, take away? I got the Chinese in the end, I've done it. It was it was lovely. It makes such a difference, I think. It's so enjoyable sitting there, having that on all evening. 
Yeah, yeah. I think there is the one thing that you can't fast forward all the faff that's and the true. in between. There's a lot of faff. Um, not to mention some of the fights, but in between, it's a lot of Dubai adverts, weren't there? Or Abu Dhabi adverts. Yeah. A lot of propaganda going on there. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good. It got to bed at a reasonable hour. I had a good evening. Uh, we were back and forth. Uh, it was excellent. A lot of bants flying about. Top bants. Khabib just looked just amazing, wasn't it? I thought... Obviously, we do our picks again. I let myself down. I went, I went for Gaethje. I thought, I thought maybe uh, it was uh, essentially the pick was based on it going more than like two rounds, and it didn't happen. Khabib just went out there. Look, he looked better than he ever has looked. To be honest, it's scary. If it, obviously he's retired now and he's he's, he's hung up hung up his gloves, but you think how much better he could have got? It's pretty scary, and he's pretty scary as it is. So fair play to Khabib went in there, completely mould him. I mean Gaethje. He didn't quite look himself. Didn't quite look himself in that first round. Slightly different tactics, but I think that's just 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 shows you about Khabib. I, I watched a couple of the UFC embeddeds last week, and DC met. Did I, I don't know if I mentioned this week last week. DC met Khabib in the hotel, and he gave him a hug. And DC was like, "Jesus Christ, you feel strong." And obviously, yeah. he's, tra- he's trained with him forever. So, yeah, I mean, fair play to Khabib. It was just uh, outstanding. And uh, I mean, we were texting at the time. It's just. Don't think we've really seen anything like that, to be honest. Someone who can put on that performance just, just, just at will. Yeah, I think it's not as if Gaethje didn't get anything off either. He was landing heavy leg kicks. It was stopping Khabib in his tracks. He was landing pretty heavy shots as well. It's, it's more evident in the empty arenas. Yeah, uh, but Khabib was just eating them and walking thought, forward. Thought we looked quite, quite good on his feet, Khabib compared. To yeah, I think before. it's just an underrated side of his game, isn't it? You yeah. just, because you, he's so well known for his grappling that his striking gets slept on a little bit. Uh, I think also his chin just gets sort of slept yeah. on as well. It's Crazy. just ridiculous. Yeah. He was just eating. Gaethje probably one of the hardest hitters pound for pound, and he was just sort of having them for lunch. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, through, Moving yeah. forward, and I think once Gaethje sort of clocked that, uh, he was he was put back a bit. Really, I don't think he really knew what to do then. And the pace that Khabib was putting on, I don't know if he had kept that up for five rounds. We know he's got a cardio vascular system that's ridiculous but would he have been out of Cape out for five rounds I don't know that but I don't think it would have mattered because Gaethje yeah. would have been knackered anyway he, he didn't know I'd hit him there was a thing it was in the first round where he jumped on his back and took his arm nearly towards the end of the first round was it yeah that was it first that was ridiculous just the athleticism from really reasonably big lightweight yeah he looked unstoppable and the finish itself was just just clean as you like the ref waiting for him to tap <laughs> what's a ref doing um Fucking hell. I don't know, you can see it clear as day. I mean, you were probably about eight beers deep when you saw the first tap. So, um, waiting for Gaethje to go to sleep entirely before calling the fight. But it was a beautiful transition from Mount... A mounted uh, triangle, triangle, I mean, yeah. you don't see that, do you? Let alone in a, a, a fight for the, the belt, like the, the top two, really. Mm. But, yeah, I think um, it, it did... I think it solidified him as the best ever. Obviously, like you said, he did uh, go on to retire which I think kind of all the retirement and GOAT talk, it kind of overshadows how good the actual performance was and that's not really been talked about as much and the disparity really from him and the rest of the division. But Miles. let's talk about the retirement. He, he, he did retire. Obviously, there was all the 30-0 and talk, which was his father's wish, but obviously things have changed a little bit there. He's, he seems like he can't really uh, carry on without his father. He doesn't feel right doing so. Retires at 29-0, and probably the best he's ever looked. Could we see him come back, do you think, um, perhaps next year? Could he sort of go away and think about it? I wouldn't have thought so. I think I think if he's made that promise to his, his mother, 
that he won't. I think that's fair enough. I think, like so I think there is just that thing. He does. It, it, the only reason he's done it is his old man. He probably thinks the only reason he's got there is his old man. It would be, admittedly, you could see why it's difficult. It would be difficult to carry on. I mean, obviously, it's a fucking terrible thing to go through, regardless, isn't it? Let alone, <laughs> let alone when they, they, he played such a big part in his life and his career. So, you know, it's good to see as well. It, like, it's, it was quite emotional. It's good to see that realness uh, in fighters. It kind of shows that you don't need to go around causing a load of fuss, stirring up a load of trouble for no reason. Uh, but I wouldn't expect to see him back. I think I don't think there's anyone left to beat. You could obviously someone like John Jones is saying he's only defended it four times. Uh, possibly that's an argument. He never fought Tony Ferguson, but other than that, he, I don't think he wants to fight Connor again. I don't think he's interested in that whatsoever. I don't think there's anyone at lightweight. GSP might be the fight. I mean, I'd like to see him fight Usman, but I don't think that's going to bring him back. I think that'd be interesting. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't expect to see him back in there. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. But, it is a shame. It is a shame. Uh, I, I want to go back to what you said there. It was quite emotional. I, I was welling up. I yeah. was I was sober as a judge, and I was welling up. <laughs> um, I'm glad I didn't have a few beers, otherwise I would have been completely teary-eyed. I thought it was, because it was such a shocking moment, a beautiful moment to see. He's such an honourable athlete. It's just hard not to get emotional in that time. I think it's one of the, the biggest moments, pinnacles of uh, MMA. I've never seen a moment big as that. It yeah, I mean, ridiculous. when he was, oh, straight after when he went into the middle, yeah. face down, yeah, yeah, that was. It, it it got me, Joe. It really did get me. And moving on from that, from the when you say it's an emotional moment to the goat talk, mm. with him and John Jones. Where do you stand on it? So you think he is? Obviously, you mentioned it there that he Jones's argument is that he's only had three or four title defenses or whatever. Is there is that a solid argument? I think that is. It is a solid argument. I don't think it's the whole picture. I think that is a solid argument. John Jones, what was he, 21 when he won the belt? Was he that young or was that his debut? I think he was 23, I want to say. So 23. Pretty much unbeaten that whole time. Well, he is unbeaten. He got disqualified. Uh, defended the belt 13 times, I want to say. Something like that. In a division where you're much more liable to get knocked out by anyone really mm. so there is something to that however Khabib has been more dominant I would say in his fights I don't think he's ever lost a round I think I saw that he's never even bled once <laughs> which is quite mad um, and John Jones has obviously got those uh, issues with uh, drugs in the past hasn't he Pete, performance enhancing drugs anyway so I mean as, as you can knock John Jones's behaviour certain things that he's done but that's kind of irrelevant really to his fighting career but certainly mm. the, uh, the the PEDs and stuff it's, it's difficult and you know he's got his excuses and that might be true but it will always be there so I think that probably that probably decides it and gives it to Khabib no controversy no fuss I think what did he miss weight once for the one of the Tony Ferguson fights that was it really just absolutely smashed everyone else yeah I think that's that's the major point. PEDs aside, which is the whole discussion altogether, he's never close to losing. No, nah. I think he's, he's probably lost about a round in his life, particularly when since he's been established. Um, just, with John Jones, he's arguably lost his last two fights in some people's books, among others. Uh, with Khabib, you don't have that discussion. There's been no controversy with uh, with decisions. 
like you say, never bled. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I for me that that sort of it's like GSP. Though he's in a discussion, but it, it, towards the end he was he was getting beat up quite a lot. Khabib's never been beat up. He's gone out on top. Uh, for me, he's the greatest lightweight of all time. Easy and probably the best ever pound for pound as well. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, longevity isn't everything, is it? You don't need to see him go on and defend it 13 times. I think that's fair enough. But, I mean, for the other man, Gaethje, now that Khabib has retired, you could kind of sense it in Gaethje's interview after. It's like, well, I'm pretty sweet still. He's He's got he's gone in there. He's lost, got choked out. He could be fighting for the title again in three months. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's the only one who's lost to Khabib. So you've got Poirier in there, lost to Khabib. Connor lost to Gaviv, Gaethje lost to Gaviv. They've all been choked out by him, so no one's really sort of yeah. got a case to get the shot over him. So it is interesting where it goes from here. It's, for me, it's disappointing that Connor's fighting Poirier now because I think yeah, Gaethje will the be matches the one. again. You can't really do Gaethje Ferguson again. Uh, personally, I like to see a little mini tournament: Connor Gaethje and Ferguson Poirier. I think they're the most exciting matchups you can make. But probably more leaning towards, I think they're going to do Connor Poirier for the vacant title. That's probably what they would do, seeing who's involved. Yeah, I think uh, Poirier moved up in the pound-for-pound pound rankings as well this week. Like, you know, I don't mean much, but I just had a quick look, and it was strange he? that he's gone up. That is odd. Yeah, so you never know. That, that, I mean, uh, that is fair enough, I guess. Poirier hasn't fought since he beat uh, lost to Khabib, has he? I think he beat Hooker. That's it. Beat he beat Hooker, Hooker in yeah. a bit of a yeah, even. bit of a war, to be honest. Yeah. So, so I mean, and Connor lost to Khabib. It's kind of fair enough. It's Conor McGregor, isn't it? If you can, if you can get him in there, it's best for business, really. Yeah, I think it's probably what is going to happen purely because yeah. Conor's involved. On paper, that matchup doesn't warrant it. I don't think you need to do two separate matches to set up the title fight, but I can see them doing that, definitely. Um, it, it, I, th- I think it leaves the division in quite a good state, though. There's so many talented individuals there, and there's more matchups you can make where you don't really know who's going to win. And whenever Khabib was going to fight someone, you kind of expected him to win anyway. Uh, there's no one really who had the style, apart from what we thought was Gaethje to beat him. But now you've got Conor Poirier, Ferguson Gaethje, um, Kevin Lee's always knocking about, Charles Oliveira, no one talks about really, but he's right amongst it. Michael Chandler's in the ranks now. Yeah, Chandler, uh, of course. Exciting as ever. Desperate for a tournament. They're not going to do it. Um, but, yeah, Khabib's left a a legacy to be sort of chased after by the rest of the lightweights Get greatest of all time absolutely and it would be interesting now if you see because obviously that style it comes out of that part of the world doesn't it I wonder if a lot of other a lot of other people will start to adopt that more and you'll see people fighting like Khabib from all over the world but that'd be interesting to see other than that I mean the, the card all round was great co-main event our boy Bobby Nux Robbie Whitaker up against Jared Cannonier. Uh, obviously, the, the, the crystals didn't do the job this time, unfortunately for young Jared. Uh, but you know, we're both pleased for Rob Whitaker. I think amazing performance. I think, and after you look, you look at how he's bounced back since his title defeat, cracking performance, chess match against uh, Cannonier, uh, Darren Till, excuse me, and uh, probably even slightly different test, but equally, if not more impressive, in this one, I thought. I thought he looked a step above Cannoneer in yes. all aspects, really, didn't he? He just looked a bit more comfortable. Can- I think Cannoneer broke his wrist straight away or something I read this morning. Mm, but From a kick. But, yeah, th- first off, Cannoneer is an animal, isn't he? That, I didn't even know that. Um, 
but yeah. fight the whole fight with Whitaker, but also that head kick that dropped in, knocked him down, he got a bit of a pace in for about 90 seconds, two minutes. Yeah. And managed yeah, to yeah. get up and sort of get that some was shots himself. Very impressive with that. He's only going to get better, Cannon. He's only really just arrived, really. Um, hang with Whitaker yeah. like that for 15 I think minutes. that was his fourth, fourth fight at middleweight, was it? Yeah, Four, so. not many at all. No. Not many at all. He'll certainly be back. He's certainly got the mindset, and he's a bit of an animal. But Whitaker just looked a step above, and he looks ready for a rematch um, for me. I don't think there's anyone there. If you're number one going into the fight against number two and you beat the number two, you can't make him wait any longer. He's beat the two top contenders in there, really, who probably are a threat to Adesanya, who haven't already fought him in Cannoneer until. It's about time for a rematch. I know it was a year ago. I think he's improved a lot since then, whether it's mentally, physically, or just generally all round. Whether or not Adesanya wants it, isn't it? Well, I, I think it's whether Whitaker wants it as well. He did do an interview after the event where he said he's not stoked about that rematch straight away. So you get the impression that he might want one or two more, like you say. It's difficult to find one or two more because of where he is in, in the picture. But he's, he doesn't seem overly keen on it. I mean, when they, if, if the time comes and they put the offer in front of him and there's a lot of. Uh, Spondolis on the paper then it might all change but yeah it's, it's, some, it's some strange murmurings that's, that's interesting isn't it what, what makes you think what, what do you think is going through his head there then do you think he knows he's not ready for him or uh, just doesn't want the pelt again I <laughs> think he a heavy yeah I think the his time as champ having to fight like Romero twice and get up for that go for all the injuries what did he have? Something in his stomach exploded, and like his, it went, it went his organs coming through his muscle, and he had to go to hospital. And there was murmurings of something happening with his family, although he later denied it. I think uh, when he looks back at that time as a champ, and just everything that was going on, I think it was probably just such a stressful time that he's enjoying the year since then, just no attention, keeping it simple, going in there and beating people up. Yeah, I mean, it must be a heavy crown to wear for him looking back. But where, you got to think, what is the goal then? Is he going to yeah, yeah, yeah. just keep fighting everyone but the champion? Or perhaps it, maybe he's just not ready. Who knows? But, yeah, interesting that. I don't know who he could fight. Maybe Costa coming off a loss. Then maybe that's the fight to make then if you don't want to fight the champion there. Yeah, Costa probably him where we're at. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, like we say, cracking card. A couple of highlights for me. Um, I thought Lauren Murphy... Look very impressive. Uh, she's not getting the title shot next. Maya's getting the next crack at Shevchenko, but she performed quite well. She got the submission win, and then after she dropped a, a good little speech after as well. And by all accounts, from what she was saying, she probably does deserve the title shot next, but she's not getting it. So shout out Lauren Murphy, uh, Alexander Volkov upsetting the tables. Not really. He was upsetting my pick. I had a little bet at the weekend. This was the only one that let me down. Bet on Walt Harris as as, as it's difficult not to, but Volkov. He, you know, he he struggled slightly when he's got up to that tip of the top of the the tree there in that heavyweight division, but very dangerous for pretty much everyone else. Yeah, he got he got a feel for Walt Harris, a little little kick to the gut. We all felt that, I think. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> after your Chinese, Joe, as well. <laughs> yeah, and six stellars. A cu- couple of rumblings in there, <laughs> but that looked that looked painful. He, he's long and strong, and he just he just looked unfortunately like a step above. Unfortunately for. For all MMA fans of a heart, because we want to see Walt Harris get that win, um, but it just weren't to be. It was against a tough opponent, so 
Yeah, congratulations to him. It was a good card, but I missed the other one. There was a very quick finish, Joe. Uh, I was making a pizza. I was just plating up. <laughs> I just sliced it up. I was ready to walk in, and I hear Anik lose his mind. Uh, a quick knockout on the main card as well. Which one are you referring to? Philip, Philip Hawes? Yeah, the two lads I'd never heard of. Yeah, Jacob Malcoon, Philip Hawes. Yeah, I mean, Hawes just, just yeah, what can you say? He just absolutely starched him in, uh, what was it, 18 seconds, something like that. So that was mad. I mean, uh, but, uh, did you see this one? Ankalaev finally settling the score with Iwan Kutalaba. He starched him first round as well. That set off the tone, didn't it, cool. for the, the pay-per-view yeah. main card? Absolutely brutal. Put, uh, closed the book on that chapter, really, didn't he? He'd been rumbling on for oh, a long time, yeah. and Ankalaev just showed his class. Yeah, he showed his class there. He can move on. Knocked him out cold. Very, very nasty KO. I think he's called out Shogun. Um, Shogun. Was it Shogun and Smith? What, a pair of them? <laughs> At the same time, he wants them. He wants them all. <laughs> Handicap match. But yeah, that was, that was the main card, wasn't it? That was the main card. Opened up with that. Had a closing off the, uh, what do I call it, prelims? Get me words there. Taito of Assa. Another first round knockout. Right at the end, finished off the skyscraper. Stefan Struve. Unfortunate for Struve. But it's good to see two of Assa get on. I think three lost, lost three in a row, maybe. So good to see him get back on a winning streak. He's a character. Plenty of shoeies going down as well. But it was quite funny. He was asking for a beer. Cause someone threw him a shoe after the fight. He was asking for a beer as well. But obviously in Abu Dhabi. I don't think you're really allowed to flaunt about like throwing beer cans around. So he was a little bit disappointed, but he got one in afterwards. I think in the change rooms. And then uh, I mean, you you called one that we should keep an eye on last week. Undefeated fighter coming out of Kazakhstan, Shavkat smashed it, didn't he? He did. He did smash it. Obviously, Brazilian cowboy was always bringing the heat early. Um, was probably going to tire if he kept up that pace. So he just went straight into a. Little neck attack, guillotine, went for it towards the end of the round, choked him out. I was probably very jammy with that pick, let's be honest. <laughs> his record looked a bit tasty. Can't, can't say I've ever seen him fight, but he's ripped and got a tasty record, so I went with it, and he actually does look the real deal. Beautiful hat as well. Yeah, it was another good hat. We like to see them. More it was more like a full in. animal on his head. Full animal. He skinned that on his way over. He did. Yeah. He did, in between rounds. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he looks good, man. So keep an eye out on him. He's putting uh, well away division on notice. Also on the prelims, though, Nathaniel Wood, disappointingly, uh, probably a little bit unjustly. We wouldn't go as far as a robbery, would we, Joe? But it was pretty. I was pretty confident it was going to be a 3 0 or 2 1 win for Wood, particularly I when they so. said 30 27. Yeah. Uh, and they give it to Casey Kenny. Ridiculous fight, obviously. Great fight, both guys. Frenetic pace. But I thought Wood did more than enough to win that. I think rounds one and three, very close. Uh, but the second round was all Wood, and somehow one of the judges gave it to Kenny. I don't know what's going on there. Definitely, I don't know. Don't know what's going on. Bit too hot for that judge in there. Maybe he's a bit delirious. Uh, God knows, yeah. I mean, like, like you say, robbery, probably not quite. I don't think it was quite a robbery, because it was, it was, they both had outstanding fighters at fighting at an outstanding pace. They did both look very good, so... I guess could you could you make an argument that if you think Kenny just wins each round, then it ends up being like a unanimous three 0 I guess you maybe maybe, but personally, I thought at li- I, I, the fight finished. And I thought yeah, he's got that one two mm. one two one at least. I reckon so. But yeah, you can't. Do, I think it's just the 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 three nil to Kenny, which has got people up in arms a little bit, particularly UK based fans. But 
what can you do? It's going to happen. It happens yeah. pretty much every card, yeah. and it weren't a yeah. robbery. It was just very close fire. And luckily enough, uh, as a sort of uh, what's the word? What's the word, Joe? <laughs> Don't know. Can't think of the word. <laughs> not 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 compo. What's the word? Compo. Yeah. Well, he, he got fired a night bonus. <laughs> right, 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 right. Compensation works, I guess, doesn't it? Nah, but it's not right, though. It's not, not clicking. Just desserts? No. Uh, you're on the right track. <laughs> um, but perhaps, perhaps you wrap up the card by I think of the word. <laughs> but all in all, it was a good good, good uh, night fight. I enjoyed myself. I stayed in, locked myself in my room, ate copious amounts of carbs and salt, <laughs> and, and had a great night. I had a great time. Lovely, lovely. All right, then. All right, that wraps it up. As we say, congrats. Congrats to them. Khabib, maybe the GOAT. Matthew thinks he is. So we've got a little bit of news just fresh off the uh, tape coming the last couple of days. Apparently, the UFC want to get Nganu Stipe 2 on. Nganu's been on Twitter and that a little bit recently. I don't think, I think it'll probably be coming up to close to a year since he had a fight. I think he, we want, he wants to be much more active than that. So they'll get that rematch on again in March is what they're looking at. I don't know quite why it would take so long. Possibly Stipe is always out doing something he's probably got a load of commitments but um not quite sure if i see that going any differently uh stipe's chin looks very good again so be interesting but what do you think you excited for that one i am yeah it's just the fact that it's in march yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a killer five months away it's a while but i you gotta think ungaro's improved and perhaps stipe's been in a few fights since then couple of wars really so maybe they'll work in France's favour, be frank, and you can't rule him out from knocking him out in 25 minutes. All you've got to do is land one big underneath. So I, I'd probably lean towards Francis in the rematch, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one bang. But would you, if he loses, though, what, what does he do then? He batters everyone else and then just loses the title shot. Yeah. In a tricky he'd situation. He'd have to win. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to that, obviously. What about this one then? Uh, we were speaking about Leon Edwards either last week or the week before saying probably needs to just take a fight on now. Uh, and as, as it was, I can't remember exactly how it went, but somehow Leon Edwards got taken out of the rankings. Probably fair enough. He hasn't fought forever. And soon after, he accepted a fight against Jimaev. So, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, someone's Funny, kind that. of... Yeah, I mean, someone's stitched him up or you know played the game quite well here uh, it's a good fight I think it's what Chimai have wanted and given that he is unproven so far it's a decent fight for Edwards probably as well if he can win I think yeah I agree with everything you just said whoever's adopted that tactic bit underhand but it fucking worked <laughs> yeah. you can't get him to accept the fight for love no money you're out of ranking son yeah, yeah I'll take that fight so it's worked but I agree with you. I think who is the biggest name in the welterweight division at the minute? Yeah, Chimaev. He's not ranked. He's unproven. He hasn't really been tested. I I know people in some of my WhatsApp group saying, "Oh yeah, Ham's that fighting tonight." Who haven't got a clue about MMA? Yeah. They know about the hype train that is Hamza Chimaev. So Edwards, not so well known, against the guy who's not so much proven at all. Yeah. Edwards is what is fucking quality. He's mustard, some would say. <laughs> oh, I think this is the perfect matchup for him, if I'm honest. I, I think he'll, he, he's bizarrely the underdog in this fight as well from early <laughs> odds, Edwards. 
which is ridiculous. But like, Hamza has fought, as far as I can tell, in the US, definitely in the UFC, fought no one anywhere near Leon Edwards. No. Nowhere near. Like, not even it, in the it, same, like, species. Stratosphere. Yes, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's fought tough lads, obviously. Everyone's tough. Yeah. Um, he's gone up and fought someone at middleweight, knocked him out of one shot. He's, he's obviously good, Jim mm. I am. But I, I just think it's, it's perfect for Edwards to derail that hype train and then become relevant again because too many people were jumping over him. Gilbert Burns, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Chimiev himself. And out of all of them, top five, top six, it's probably the easiest matchup. Yeah. So I think it probably will work. It's uh, it's a main event in it. It's just before December, big one before Christmas. I, I think it's Edwards' time. He has to grab this opportunity because he's let a couple have slipped by, whether they're his fault or not. Obviously, the Ed Woodley fight got taken away from him. He couldn't make the title fight. Third time's a charm with this one. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go through him. I, I hope so. I do hope so. Um, so do I. I mean, I like, think Leon Edwards should have probably had a title shot by now. Really, I don't like Gilbert Burns. All right, good bloke and that, but uh, <laughs> shouldn't have really jumped the queue ahead of Leon Edwards, should he? Well, Edwards did get offered the shot before oh, Burns. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we don't know the reasoning behind that, but I think, yeah, a, a good good bloke burns. Good bloke. <laughs> yeah. He's all that matters. Um, but it don't look like uh, Usman's fighting anytime soon. I reckon I reckon Edwards goes through, Jimmy. I, 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 I know he's probably good, and he probably... I could look stupid with that prediction, because he might go on to be the new Khabib 2.0 or something. But from what we've seen in his current body of work, what suggest that he has got yeah. enough tools to beat Edwards' body of work. Nothing so far. Yeah, nothing. A yeah, couple he might of uh, impressive yeah, performances. No idea what his gas tank yeah. right? <laughs> no. Got yeah. no idea what he's like on his back. An extended striking exchange. No, nothing. Now, yeah. Edwards, we, we know all the answers to that on Edwards, and I think Edwards, this is his perfect opportunity. Fights Wonderboy, beats Wonderboy. No one's really going to make, it's not going to make any sort of Splashes in the top of the world weight division. You still got three above you. Beat Chimir. The world watches. Everyone knows him. All the casuals and Edwards' yeah. name's on the map. And we got a new Brit in the title contention. So yeah, excellent fight. All in all, it took a while to get there, but um, he's finally got one. All right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting isn't it? the way that's worked out. It was uh, a little bit faff, but could have ended up with the best one, the best sort of uh, best option out of it all, apart from the title shot, obviously. But there you go. Yeah. Anyway, the UFC uh, we left Fight Island, packed the bags and gone home. We're back at the Apex next week. I mean, I, 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 you're excited about this one. I'll text you. It's a little bit of a come down. Uriah Hall against Anderson Silva in the main main event. Uriah Hall, two wins on the bounce. Anderson Silva, two losses. Could be his last fight. Who knows? But um, you're excited for this one. I just think it'll be a fun one, you know? Yeah. I think, I think it is his last fight. But, I mean, what is he, 45? Yeah, if not older, yeah. I think it is his last one. I just think he's come a little bit too late, probably about five or six years too late. Um, obviously, the, the card's always going to be a bit of a come down after a pay-per-view. You can't have too many in a row that are going to whet your appetite. If it is his last one, no, the, if it is his last one, Silver, I would ask that maybe he just goes for it in this one, puts the um, play act into one side. 
a little bit too much of that lately. I know he's always been known for it, but uh, I think in the Cannoneer fight, it was kind of play acting and like, sort of fannying around, and then Cannoneer snapped his leg or whatever happened. So I'd like to see him just go back to the old school a little bit, Silver, and, and make it one to remember. Be, then you, you, it will be a good fight. Yeah, I, I think we all want to see that, don't we? We want to see his killer instinct return. He seems to have lost it. He seems to have been comfortable just sort of doing a bit of heavy sparring in there. But <laughs> yeah. this, this could go either way. It could be a lot of flashy stuff. It's quite entertaining to watch. Someone could find their killer instinct, but I, it could potentially be because you're a whole sometimes can't tap into that killer instinct either. You could see 25 minutes of a little bit of tippy-tappy here. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope not. It, it is a dream matchup on... On paper, you've got two sort of Mortal Kombat strikers there. A lot of spinning, a lot of, lot of feints, a lot of exciting stuff. But a 36-year-old, oh. Hall, 45-year-old Anderson Silva. I don't know, I mean, Silva, he's won one fight. I was looking at his record. One fight in the last eight years, and even that was a dodgy decision. I just don't know if he has it anymore. You, which is understandable. You're 45. 45, Which is yeah. pretty old for a, an athlete, let alone a cage fighter. Yes. That broken leg... This is all coming back from there. Uriah Hall's actually ranked as well, so this could be a pretty mm. dangerous fight for Anderson Silva. I'm with you. I'm leaning to. I want Anderson Silva to go out with a bang, go old school, just go pure knees, elbows, and just go Garrity in there, really. <laughs> full Garrity. That's what you want to see. Yeah, we want to see full Garrity Silva. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's interesting. If, if he does hang him up or does decide to carry on, I think he will. That's the fourth, I've counted, legend that's retired in front of no fans. So you've got Henry Cejudo, was the first to do it. Uh, DC, Khabib, and Anderson Silva. Yeah. Four potential goats there. Yeah. It's, it's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. Yeah. I mean, Cejudo will probably be back. Yeah, I know, I know. But I just wanted to emphasize yeah, how Khabib, many people yeah. are doing it. Khabib but, and DC, massive. Silva. Yeah, probably the biggest, biggest of them probably all. out of them all. Yeah, maybe a little bit overdue, possibly. Yeah. So it's not hasn't got that shebang. I mean, you're not going to match Khabib's kind of uh, retirement, really, are you? But yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, I guess. Is it? There's a few lads still in there that are just coming at the end, unfortunately. But I swear, there's never normally this many retirements yeah. in such a short space of time. Anyway, I mean, we're going to have to do some kind of retirement night when all the fans are back in, just wheel them all out again, getting the hand of gloves back yeah. down again. It's a shame, though. It when is you a see, shame. Like, like Khabib, imagine the emotion that would have been swirling the stadium if yeah. uh, that was packed out in Abu Dhabi last week. It would have been no a uh, beautiful well, he, moment. He had a few... Uh, there was a few people in Abu Dhabi, wasn't there? In the yeah, there was, a, there, was a, a there was a handful in there. Yeah. yeah. But, prediction, Joe? Silver? Hall? Yeah. Do you care? I don't really care, no. But... Uh, Probably pick Hall. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he just—he's ten years younger, and he's—he's he's got more to gain. He could go on a title run. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's still could, the one, like, one of those things that you might laugh, but like Adesanya versus Hall is probably actually stylistically a pretty tasty matchup. Yeah, definitely. So that could be something to look out for. Uh, I've got Hall. I think he—I fin- think he can finish Plus, him. I think say, uh, it's quite a good call out, easy call out as well. If you demolish Anderson Silva. It's like, well, Adesanya, I just smashed him, and you went to a, a decision, wasn't it, in the end? So, mm. yeah, could see that call-out on Saturday. Bold prediction from <laughs> young Joseph there. But, um, well, we've got a couple. We've already got one more fight on that card that I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. Big Bryce Mitchell. I think we're all excited to see him. I think the camo shorts are uh, apparently making an appearance this weekend. I do hear that 
I'm hearing rumblings also. Yes. We must have the same source. That's it. So uh, that'd be good. I mean, fair play to him. He's managed to make them create a new pair of shorts. So it's uh, Andre Philly's a tough test. It is a tough test. I think, but he's he's what he is that kind of he is that test. Andre Feely he's kind of uh, the gatekeeper as such. So be interested. Bryce Mitchell has looked impressive, uh, but and he's just another great character. Only to have in there, have in the mix. Yeah, I think he's well funny. He's yeah. quality. Proper redneck, pure Trump. <laughs> Loves a twister. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I think we're all excited because he's just an unusual character. You can get your vanilla sort of standard all-American wrestler guys who are ten a penny really in the UFC. You've seen one, you've seen them all. And you get someone <laughs> like Bryce Mitchell who comes along. He's a bit more creative on the floor, and then he's just sort of the the character to boot. So if he can keep up this winning streak, I notice he's number fifteen in the rankings now. Another win, bump him up a couple, then you can give him a top ten. I notice also in the rankings he's very close to Ryan Hall in there, so that could be interesting if he can get past yeah. Feely. But yeah, well excited for that. Always an exciting character to watch. Um, put your money on a little twister. <laughs> you reckon you're going to pull out another one? Yeah, five, five <laughs> to six. Though, it's probably odds on. And uh, just another shout out. It looks a decent card. Been kind of running like a bit short on time, but. Uh, Jack Marshman shout out to Jack Marshman he's up against Sean Strickland tough fight I think but I think this is winnable um, I think obviously Jack Marshman he was fighting for a long time in the UFC whilst doing his day job in the army as well so I think I believe he's got a little bit of time under his belt full time now put, putting that, that you know being allowed to put that commitment in so hopefully Jack Marshman can go on a little run I think he's got some good skills uh, been a little bit unfortunate with some of the opponents he's been given but I mean you know it's the UFC so Shout out Jack Marston. Hopefully he can pick up the win as well at the weekend. Yeah, tough test for him. Strickland been around for time. Um, upset some Brits in the past. Hopefully doesn't carry on this weekend. We'll, we'll buy Marshman. Obviously now, like you say, he's full-time. So, yeah, I, I'm confident in a, a Welsh victory at the weekend. Lovely, lovely. All right, then. Uh, I've enjoyed that one. Our first kind of uh, video call. Uh, I think it's gone well. Uh, I quite liked it. We've got our Skype backgrounds on. You're in what appears to be some sort of uh, robot factory at the moment. Yeah. Hard at work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's more like a spaceship. It's my my new studio. <laughs> um, you got a couple of pumpkins. Very. You you on the Halloween flex this yeah. weekend, Joe? I mean, the Americans go mad for it. We're we're not so keen down here, I don't think. But um, what are you saying? You gonna have your pumpkin outside your front door? Nah, uh, not. Not paying any attention to it at all, really. Well, no, we don't care, do we? We don't care. Do you care? No, of course I don't. No. Absolute <laughs> nonsense. This is, what, this, is what, this is what I don't understand about the, the PC culture, right? Yeah. We, mo- we mollycoddle molly- yeah, molly- the whole say. generation. Yeah. We, we mollycoddle all new generation. We nitpick on different things and stuff. But kids are allowed to go around dressed as murderers one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, just what? knock on strange people's houses and uh, yeah, take sweeties from them. <laughs> What is all that about? Uh, it's mad, it's, isn't it? It's like a loophole. It's like it's, a legal loophole yeah. that you're allowed to do this. <laughs> I don't get it. And the uh, UFC are making it Halloween, like UFC Halloween or something. So. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Fuck knows. Yeah. Who knows? But no, I, I'm not going to have a pumpkin outside my door. Waste no. of a pumpkin. <laughs> Waste of a good pumpkin, I'll say. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, on that note, Joe, tomorrow, good luck with the date. Yeah, you have to let me know you. how it goes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. do a live Insta. Um feed I'll have like the laptop here and then maybe like my phone to the side <laughs> just live live streaming yeah, my awkward face 
Yeah, maybe maybe get permission first before uh, <laughs> doing something like that. But yeah, good luck with it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. You put on this week, and then uh, that'll impress her. Exactly. That's what. That's really what matters, isn't it? We know that's what usually clinches the deal. Oh yeah. So do we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up before we uh, start talking too much nonsense. There. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We are Mustard MMA. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, Mustard MMA and the Mustard MMA. Obviously, we're available on all your usual podcast mediums. If you can leave a little like or a five star or all that nonsense, then that'd be lovely. That would help us out a lot. Other than that, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll be here next week. Bye. Bye.